from the Epistle of St. James. Beloved, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no change nor shadow of alteration. Of his own will he has begotten us by the word of truth, that we might be, as it were, the first fruits of his creatures. You know this, my beloved brethren, but let every man be swift to hear, but slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not work the justice of God. Therefore, casting aside all uncleanness and abundance of malice, with meekness, receive the ingrafted word, which is able to save your souls. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. At that time, Jesus said to his disciples, I am going to him who sent me, and no one of you asks me, Where art thou going? But because I have spoken to you these things, sorrow has filled your hearts. But I speak the truth to you. It is expedient for you that I depart. For if I do not go, the Advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of justice and of judgment, of sin because they do not believe in me, of justice because I go to the Father and you will see me no more, and of judgment because the prince of this world has already been judged. Many things yet I have to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. But when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will teach you all the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he will hear, he will speak, and the things that are to come he will declare to you. He will glorify me, because he will receive of what is mine and declare it to you. Praise to thee, O Christ. As we celebrate this fourth Sunday after Easter, the second collection this weekend is for the Altar Society. Your generous donations help with the expenses of the cleaning and the decorating of our sanctuary and the church throughout the year. The Parish School of Religion, uh, wait, I have an announcement here that the May crowning is this Tuesday. Uh, check the parish calendar, because I think it's not this Tuesday, but the one following. So uh, we will have May, May crowning for PSR either this Tuesday or next Tuesday. I'm not sure which. So uh, if you're interested in joining us, certainly we would love to have you. Uh, please come and uh, check the parish website first, uh, lest I give you the wrong information and everyone show up this Tuesday for uh, class. Uh, essentially, that's all. So uh, sorry for, for mix-up there. Um, a couple of uh, positive announcements. Uh, the, regarding the cafeteria, uh, we have had some, some progress seen this week. Uh, we have, uh, I didn't think I would be excited about this, but we have tarps on the cafeteria roof now. Uh, today is May 15th. Uh, today is the day that the project was supposed to have been completed by, and we would be able to enjoy the cafeteria in all of its glory. Uh, however, we are back to stage one, excited about tarps being on the roof. Uh, what happened when the, when the blast happened, the, the, uh, the AC units were moved off of their, off of their curbs uh, and, and basically were open to uh, open air so the water could get into the building when it rained. And so uh, the tarps have been able to, to cover that up, so no more water intrusion. Uh, so again, literally back at step one, we're worried about water intrusion again. Uh, so we're, uh, we're set, though, and the tarps have got us fixed up there. 
Uh, we were also blessed by the uh, insurance agency giving us the green light to go ahead and clean up all the glass around the building. So we look less like a war zone and more like a building under construction. Uh, and so we're something more like normal. Uh, the sisters, thanks be to God, uh, were, were uh, able to get the gas turned on uh, at the convent and the shelter again this week. Uh, that's after we found out that uh, the city was waiting for us to do something uh, that no one actually told us we were supposed to do. Uh, they didn't tell the plumber, they didn't tell the insurance, they didn't tell us. Uh, so we were all waiting for the, insur- for the city to, uh, to greenlight us, and they were waiting on us to, to do our part that they didn't tell us we were supposed to have done. So uh, bureaucracy got us for a little bit there, uh, but the sisters offered it up well. They suffered well, but they are uh, back uh, back to normal in the in the shelter uh, and able to able to cook uh, to cook their food for uh, for themselves or ladies and and uh, as well as the um, the persons that come for the soup kitchen itself. And lastly, uh, the structural engineer was able to make another visit this week to the building uh, and do a little bit more uh, investigative looking at uh, some of the parts that were questionable about the building initially. Uh, and he, he determined that the building is structurally sound, uh, so we are not tearing down the cafeteria. We're just fixing it, and we're just going to fix it back. Uh, and so to be, able to, to be able to repair our cafeteria certainly is a, a wonderful thing. Uh, it's a place of many memories, and so we'd like to uh, keep those memories and, and make more of them. And so we'll be uh, looking at that. We still don't really have any timelines or, or anything else uh, as far as moving forward. Uh, I was, again, I spoke with a representative at the diocese who helps with these kinds of projects and was kind of voicing my frustration that things to be going Things seem to be going along at a snail's pace. And she said, actually, you're moving at lightning speed. And I said, well, if this is lightning speed, I don't want to see what slow looks like. Uh, so, but uh, nevertheless, uh, positive things happening uh, with our cafeteria, some good news for us moving forward. And so we'd ask your continued prayers again for Mr. Eric, uh, but also for, for the cafeteria, uh, for, the, for the church roof. We'll be working on that uh, in the next couple of weeks as well, as well as the various other things and endeavors happening here at the parish. Uh, so this, uh, this Holy Mass is being offered for the intention of the Adams family. During the Easter season, a, a move happens, a shift takes place that we've heard this week. That initially the first few weeks of the Easter, the Easter season, Paschal Tide, uh, has for us these reflections particularly focused upon the resurrection of our Lord, of how he is raised up, of how he, he meets his disciples, right? The, 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 the visitations that he has with them on, on the, the immediate day, the, the, the octave day, and then later on past that when he encounters them off on the side of the shore of the sea. And we have a wonderful passage from the 21st chapter of St. John of Peter's repentance, of turning back to the Lord and being entrusted with the mission uh, to be able to go forth and to, to forgive sins uh, and, and the faith of the church. And so we have this transition that happens, though, now, uh, where it's less upon the emphasis of the resurrection of our Lord, but more upon the fruits of that resurrection as we get closer and closer to Ascension Thursday and to Pentecost Sunday. It's the fact of the Spirit that is focused upon, and we are beginning to hear those blessed words that our Lord spoke to his apostles shortly before his earthly departure. He's speaking to them of, of, of I must go. And certainly he was going in the short term for a few days to lie in the grave. But even more so, his words indicate to us that great departure of the completion of his mission here on earth 
that leads him to his ascension into glory in heaven, from which he will send the Holy Spirit. And so this is what we begin to focus on, this Holy Spirit who comes to us and makes his dwelling in us, who abides within our souls. This the Mother Church gives to us throughout the readings as well as the prayers of Holy Mass today. The Mass begins with the intro it, Cantate Domino Canticum Novum, Sing ye to the Lord a new canticle, a new song. The new song that is sung by us, the new canticle that is sung, is not just a, a, a new hymn that we happen to learn or the, uh, the, the, the extra, the, the, the polyphonic gloria that we have during the Easter season. He's not speaking, of course, of a literal hymn, but rather it's the hymn of our own lives, that the tune of our life is to be new in Christ, that our Lord has come to make us new, as he tells us in Revelation, to make all things new. And it begins with the transformation that is necessary within our own hearts of cutting away the old, that the new might be able to be grafted on. These words are what we hear exactly from St. James, to receive the word that is engrafted in us. It is engrafted. That vivid imagery of our blessed Lord, who so frequently uses the plants, the things of the earth, to be able to, to speak these images to us. Grafting onto something means that you cut something off first, that you, that you open it up to be able to receive new life, and, you, and then you place that life on it and you bind it. When something is grafted, there is death, but there is new life given. There is hope. And this is what the Holy Spirit does very much within us, is our sin, the old man, as St. Paul would refer to it, is cut off by virtue of our baptism. And in place, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells to, within us. He is grafted onto us. That new life is given us. The new canticle, the new song that we sing. Not to be content with the old song, that old familiar hymn of sin and sadness, but the new song of hope and of joy. The hope that promises eternal life, resurrection in the flesh, and the joy of beholding the face of God. This is the reason that St. St. James, in that same letter, as he's speaking about having the, the new grafted onto us, assures us and encourages us to make sure that we do, in fact, set aside the old, that we get rid of all, of, of all the wretchedness of our life, of all uncleanness, to be able to be slow uh, to speak in response, slow to anger, rather, right, to be patient to allow the virtues that are manifest within us, the fruits of the Holy Spirit, to increase within us and to show themselves true, to show themselves effective in our lives. Not simply to be given over to the, the initial desires or temptations or inclinations of the flesh, but to be able to recognize that there is something greater at work in us. It is God himself. He has been grafted into our hearts. It is for us to pray that we receive that, Again, this tremendous word of hope, the word that is given to us, is indeed that temptations will come. Temptations are from the evil one, though. Temptation, again, St. James who reminds us that all good gifts, all perfect gifts, come from God. Temptations that we experience in this life are because of our own inclinations to sin, or because the Lord permits it so that we can prove ourselves in virtue, so that we can grow in virtue. The evil one seeks to tempt us to pull us away from our Lord. But every temptation is an opportunity for us actually to grow closer to him because of the Holy Spirit, 
because we, he has been grafted into our hearts. Because, as the, the Alleluia verse was just sung, that death shall no more have dominion over him, Christ. And in the same manner as members of his body, as members being baptized into the person of Christ, death shall no more to have dominion over us either. The death of sin has no power. It is the Holy Spirit who has power. It is he who reigns glorious and triumphant within our hearts. It is for us to remember this, not to be discouraged by temptations, not to be shocked or scandalized by them as they may arise, but rather to see in every last one of them an opportunity to allow that engrafted word to increase within us and to sing out in glory, to sing out in hope, to show forth the power of God, that he is victorious over all things. It is for us to receive the word himself as well here in Holy Mass, in the Eucharist, to allow that word not simply to abide by us in spirit, but also and in truth, in his very flesh. May God grant us the grace today to open wide our hearts to all the Lord has in store for us, that receiving his word both in spirit and in truth, it might bear within us much fruit.